Hello and welcome to episode one of the Subwave Network podcast. I'm Scott. This is Lou. And yes, I know who you are. Yes, I know who you are. But some of you out there might not know us. And that's what this episode's about. This is our introduction to episode where we'll tell you a little bit about us, our history of Doctor Who and our history of podcasts. So Lou, why don't you kick us off with your history with the show? Why, thank you, Scott. So... My history with Doctor Who started from a very young age. By that, I mean my dad forced me to watch it from the age I could understand television. So that was, like, towards the end of Eccleston's era, I believe. Um, I remember watching a lot of David Tennant. The first era, I fully understood the concept of the show because watching it from a young age is kind of like Disney, um you're kind of scared of it, you're kind of not understanding what the hell the mascots are doing, and it's just the whole, like, Alice in Wonderland type thing. So the first reason I fully understood the concept of the show and, like, the whole process was um, Matt Smith, and I've been watching, like, the seasons ever since. Scott, right. what about your history with Doctor Who? Thank you. Well, I was aware of it when it came back in 2005 but I never watched it at the time I wasn't much into sci-fi fantasy any of those sorts of areas of tv um and then in 2007 CBBC came out with this show called the Sarah Jane Adventures and and that's where it all started my my love and addiction to Doctor Who leading to me now sitting here as a host of a Doctor Who podcast, uh, it all comes back to uh, Liz Sladen and the Sarah Jane Adventures. Um, and then I remember seeing David Tennant guest star in that and thinking, yeah, I should, you know, give Doctor Who a shot. Um, and my first memory of actually watching an episode is about, I saw about 10 minutes of the end of time part two. I saw David Tennant regenerate and I saw this guy shout Geronimo and then I was like, all right, sure, I'll give, I'll give this show a try. And I was fully hooked before the end of the 11th hour and, and so on. And, you know, time passes and here we are, essentially. It's always a magical moment watching your first regeneration and it being like, so um, this, this opinion will vary to people but it's always like once you've watched the regeneration of one doctor pass to the next it's usually within the first like few seconds you're like that's my doctor like the amount of regenerations i've seen and up to now when like 13 happened i was like okay yes that's like my doctor like when you think of the show you think of like not necessarily your favorite because I mean you can't really rank them all but I mean it's one that you think like if a person was to ask me about the show this would be my doctor because I know the most about them I enjoyed this one the most and it would be be people always ask me like the first question that someone asks is oh who's your favorite doctor and I try and say that's a that's far more difficult a question for me like my doctor is Matt Smith and and it and it always will be. Other doctors have come close, so like the ones that have come after, loved, but eventually, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get onto that when we talk about deep breath and Peter Capaldi. <laughs> yeah. I 
did not love him from uh, minute one. Um, yeah, with Peter Capaldi, I was a bit sceptical at first because once again, like when I've watched the show, I started with New Who and then eventually watched Old Who, like through the young ages. But watching like the youthful, like silly doctor I grew up with transform into an old angry head Scotsman with attack eyebrows, it was kind of just like. you're not you're not chaotic you're not gonna run around with these people but then like watching him i i absolutely love him like capaldi's definitely one of my favorites to be honest thinking about how much i enjoyed his performance yeah and i remember his impact when like i saw his eyes in the 50th anniversary special wow. like that that year was was kind of when my doctor who fandom like really started to peak like the uh, like the English TV was showing classic episodes, and that was the first time I saw classic episodes. Um, and now through like Britbox and DVD box sets and all of the other things, I've now like started making my way through classic Doctor Who, along with having seen everything that has been in modern Doctor Who since two thousand and five. Yeah, it was like before Britbox. Um your only way really was if you had the dvds or if you managed to catch it on um like normal television shows like playing them so like i kind of i'm very appreciative that britbox has given us the opportunity to go back and watch them because like this is this is the problem with like the when the older generation looked down upon the newer generation they're like oh you're not fans of the show you've not seen classic who but it's it's like we never really had the opportunity to properly get to indulge in every episode because there was like lost episodes like episodes that weren't aired on tv and stuff and the dvds like you could not find them unless you paid like hundreds and hundreds for them yeah, it, it it's very difficult before Brickbox, like you're saying, it's very difficult to to watch. Now that I've loved that they've now started coming out with these Blu-ray box sets of complete seasons, because also it was like there were DVDs of individual, like an individual four-part story, and you had to buy an individual DVD. I yeah. own I own one individual I, DVD. I it's Attack of the Cyberman. <laughs> I I remember I um, to get it signed by Nicola Bryan. I will have to fact check which one it was, but I remember I had one. I also like remember um with Muhu at the start, like some episodes you could only get on like a single DVD at first, and then they brought up box sets. So for example, I remember my first. Doctor Who DVD that wasn't classic was Rose and I brought it because it came in a TARDIS I'm going to have to find this for you Scott so you can uh, witness the excellence of what it was but like the, and the, the like just I have I'm I'm a fan of like the physical media anyway so like I've bought most of the uh, Blu-ray box sets that have come out with like but thankfully it's a whole lot easier to to get them on streaming and you know the new the new series episodes are all on bbc iplayer and netflix at least in this country and yeah. and now we have britbox for the classic series which is really going to help us out here it's also like trying to get the classic um dvds is like 
when they do go on sale, it's like World War Six. Yes, yes, especially especially these box sets. Like yeah. some of them are sold out the day they're released. Like it's pre-order or it's nothing. Yeah. Also, I can tell you, I had the visitation. Cool. I have not seen that story yet. I I remember I had it on DVD. Like. I'm sure we will get to it at some point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think we'll definitely get to that. Yeah. That that's what I like though, because by doing this and using Britbox and talking about classic stories, we're going to get to classic stories that both of us have not seen before. So everyone can witness the magic of watching an episode yeah. for the first time. And we're going to have to wait a long time for for a new a new new Doctor Who episode. That we haven't seen before. Well, the next time we'll be getting the new one will be December. Yeah. Slash maybe January 1st, depending on when they release it. Probably. <laughs> and then after that, the holiday specials. And then after that, it, it'll literally just be like one day you'll wake up and it's announced that like the coronavirus <laughs> has evacuated for enough time <laughs> for like, them to film 13's like, <laughs> pos- potential final season. I, yeah, I think it will be, like, a while, though. Yeah, and we will definitely get around to talking about that, but at risk of, the, of this becoming an episode talking about the coronavirus, which we don't want it to be, um, this this is a podcast. This is a Doctor Who podcast. Now, do you listen to Doctor Who podcasts? I have been listening to some, yeah. So, um, Verity, um, S. Yeah, Doctor Who. I don't really want to swear on the podcast, so thanks. It's a brilliant name. Um, uh, Radio Free Scaro, and also the Oodcast. Like, I don't listen to that many podcasts, so when I do listen, it will be like the occasional episode that brings my eye in. I, I don't know why, but half the time when I start listening to a podcast series, I give up because I cannot just keep up weekly. But that I do enjoy when like they've built up enough for me to just binge listen. Um, I mostly listen to podcasts that are uh, true crime or about other TV shows now and again. So how about you, Scott? Do you listen to Doctor um, Who podcasts? Well, when my when my fandom like was reaching its peak around the 50th anniversary year. Like, I wanted to just engage myself with as much different Doctor Who-related media as possible. And that's kind of when I started listening to... Like, I listened to the occasional, like, probably sport-based podcast before then. Um, and I still listen to the odd sport-based podcast now. But the majority of podcasts I listen to are Doctor Who podcasts. Like, starting with the OG, the DWP back before they went on hiatus in 2015 and have come back this year but I I, I prefer the classics <laughs> and at, at the risk of you know literally listing every Doctor Who podcast of every I've ever listened to there is you know the DWP, Verity, Radio Free Scaro, Two Minute Time Lord, Oodcast, Memory Cheats, Lazy Doctor Who, This Week in Time Travel. Okay I'm going to stop there there probably are more yeah. I'm sorry to yeah. any that I forgot um, but I did need to take a breath yeah we would have been here all day and i mean i could literally sit here and listen like list all the other podcasts that i've listened to that have inspired this one um yeah it's 
it's definitely a mix of there's a there are there's a lot of things that I've wanted to like take from um, different podcasts and there's probably a whole version of this show where we literally just pick segments from you know 17 different podcasts but we want to be something a bit new as well yeah there will be inspirational moments like I mean we discussed doing little skits now and again um which is definitely inspired by um like the cast and mom it's my life not a doctor who podcast but definitely one you should consider listening to if you're interested in listening to drunk people waffle on for like a good hour not always drunk though it's worth uh, mentioning sometimes sober family friendly podcast sometimes sober but sometimes definitely uh after having one too many, they definitely do waffle on quite a bit. They do, and we will try and not waffle on too much. Yeah. Uh, we will, we are going to try and keep to content that you want to hear in your ears. Um, and on the subject of what this podcast is going to be about, in this episode we are also announcing our season one podcast theme. Which will be dun, 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 first. So this will be hey. covering um, every numbered Doctor's first episodes, and we shall be starting with the original. You might say, "An unearthly child." Where else could we start? Well, I suppose we could have we could do a, an adventure in space and time, the Mark Gatiss story, or we could start with Rose, the beginning of the new series, or maybe. The Woman Who Fell to Earth, beginning of 13. Sorry, I'm losing track here. We are going to cover some of those episodes I mentioned uh, because, as Lou said, we are doing the first episode from each of our 13 numbered Doctors. Plus, you know, there's going to be a few fillers on the way if, you know, you don't want to hear us just talk about the first story from each Doctor. Yeah, and we will be, like, shuffling through, so sometimes it will be, like, New Who... Sometimes it'll be old who, but we wanted to start with the original as like a little nod to the person who actually was the one who started it all. Yeah, Richard Herndall. No, sorry, David Bradley. No, William Hartnell. (laughs) Got there in the end. Got there eventually. Got there in the end. Can tell we're a professional podcast. Yeah, insert like the, the bloopers of the last time we tried recording. And it literally is just you mucking that line up. Yep, little inside baseball for you. This is not the first time we've tried to record this episode. Um, And hopefully you appreciated that joke, because otherwise I have repeated it far too many times. Sadly. Even like when we've not been recording, you've been practicing that joke. (laughs) Yep. Anyway, we will be back next week to talk about an unearthly child william hartnell and everything else basically surrounding that story um we will story we will be covering things about that doctor just on a general basis like things we enjoyed about this doctor's run like things that this doctor brought to the table and yes this this will be a first doctor spotlight where we talk focusing on an unearthly child because we are we're just going to watch that we're not going to watch the entire first doctor era 
um, to record a 30-minute podcast. We may be good, but we're not quite that good. Eventually, we'll cover some other episodes. We will. So, until next week, this is the Subwave Networks signing off. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Want to find out more about the podcast? You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash subwave network. Follow us on Twitter at subwave underscore podcast or on Instagram at subwave network.